We're back on KTOE. Thanks for hanging out. 11.09, just about 11.09, we'll call it good. An hour before lunchtime. I'm getting hungry. We talked about cookies this morning, all sorts of food. We then went Lorraine in, talking about the chili feed. And then Jason comes in with his new beard. You're looking like a lumberjack. I don't know if it's a lumberjack, but... It uh, looks like a lumberjack, a little bit. Like. Patchy lumberjack. <laughs> it's hideous, but Jason, it works. It's not hideous. <laughs> Jason Swanson from Minra, Minnesota River Area Agency on Aging, joining me this hour. Lucky you, you get to come in and listen to my stomach grumble. Well then, and um, you're over there eating nerds. I'm eating on the shotgunning nerds right now, <laughs> and then there's a, a plethora of cookies and what I'm going to assume is some donuts over there. There's somebody brought donuts in. Crumble cookies was here earlier, okay. and um, yeah, I don't think those are the crumble cookies. That's why they're still there because uh, the crumble ones got eaten right. They away. got eaten right away. Sure, 100%, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So uh, last last month we were on the phone. Yes, because I double booked myself. Thanks for not double booking yourself. You're today. welcome. You're That's welcome. Today's so a I haven't holiday. seen his new facial hair. I said, did you start growing that yesterday? Because you came in with a full beard and a mustache. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, no, I just uh, gave up in does September. The wife, does the wife like this? No. <laughs> it's not at all. It's, 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 I looked at her yesterday. No. We were coming back from my son's parent-teacher conferences, and and we're like high-fiving each other because like. Because we, we have a good kid. We have good kids. Like, yeah. hey, we're actually doing something right here. And we're in a jovial mood. And, she, and I go, F, by the way, I'm not shaving this disaster. And she's <laughs> like, you can see the jovialness just leave her. It's like, dang it. You're lucky she took you out in public to a parent-teacher conference. Now I, I was lucky I got into school. Yeah. Yeah. But eh, whatever. <laughs> it's okay. It's I mean, okay. It's, it's a shining light on men's health awareness. It is. This yes. month, that's what we're doing. So yeah, no shave November, raising awareness and and the the male gender. And I had this uh, discussion yesterday with somebody about caregiving. Wow, that tied in oh nicely. Oh my gosh, nice segue. We don't even practice. We gotta practice. Yeah, we shouldn't we, practice. We, no, we shouldn't practice. Um, and and she was saying how difficult it is to work with males uh, when they're caregivers. Because they don't ask as for caregivers help as or caregivers. As caregiver working with a male who's you're providing care to? It's no, the, the male. So if I'm providing care to my wife, oh. the, the male caregiver is historically... Don't ask for help. Don't ask for help or takes it all upon themselves and internalizes it. Oh my goodness. And we were talking, how do you create a safe space for men to come together as caregivers to get break from the care receiver? Yeah, and we've we've there's some things out there, some pretty cool things out there that's happening right now, especially in the St. Cloud area, um, called the men's shed, where men get together. The men's shed. Men's shed. That's it's, not where you put them when they get in trouble. No, it's changed now. You know, I've visited the men's shed numerous times on different occasions. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, my father built his own shop for such kitchen. Anyway, um, <laughs> but men's shed started in Australia, I think it was, and it's 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 when you get together about once a month. And you do a project. Uh, you build birdhouses. Uh, you build shelves. Uh, you build Is things for like local nursing homes. Tapping into your inner hero kind of thing, yeah. like just hanging out and yes, because the they studies have found that um, the, the gender uh, of of men or people identify as men like to do things with their hands, tangible results. Yeah, and this way they're doing something and gets them away. Um, and gives them respite, and then you bring a caregiver support service in on the back end to help oh, with the person that's receiving the care. That's kind of brilliant. Yeah, it's it's, it's fascinating. It's wonderful. It's like I said, it's being uh, trialed out in in uh, St. Cloud with my dear friend Dr. Steve Hoover. He does a phenomenal job 
uh, with this program. We have something similar in Madison, Minnesota uh, with the Men's Shed, and we're looking at doing something more hopefully in 24 or 25. Here in the in area? The, anywhere in the area um, would, would be. What kind of, what kind of, um, kind of, therapy type stuff comes in on the back end of it though like so you're building you're doing your mm-hmm. thing and then what do we talk about later with a professional just, just so, so we would have like give a, us the option or the ability to just be gathered it's and just then a, talk? it's just yeah it's just somebody that facilitates it like it can be anybody like a retired shop teacher uh does does one of the programming up in um st cloud area and they come in they build stuff together and they just talk mm-hmm. and that shop teacher has the ability to say Hey, how's it going today with um, your guys' uh, care, care receiver? You guys had a good month, any issues? And then they talk about it. And there's really no planned agenda. It's just kind of a conversation piece. So it's organic and natural. I suppose that feels good, right? Mm-hmm. It's not forced. Yeah. It's just regular conversation. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I hope that happens here. I, I do too. I, I'm really fascinated on it, and, and I go back and forth on it because... Like, we, do I want to be in charge of that or not, right? Well, it's not or, that, but it's, it's we used to do that as a society. We would get together and talk, yeah. have coffee, chit-chat, uh, go out, service organizations, um, volunteer your time at different things, and that would be your kind of your respite or your, right. your break uh, from different things, and we've lost that. Where do you think we lose that? I mean, why has it become because of computers social media the pandemic what i mean we we could look at um why are we not doing that um individual individualization that we've done over the last couple of decades Mm -hmm. you know we're just not as community orientated anymore as a society we've already gone into our own little cliques and um you know i want to do this i want to do this and then we had the excuse of social media of further alienating ourselves from the greater society around us. Right. I don't I mean, want to go you, into sociology. I'd have no idea. Right, but you could be that, connected but, to so many people, but at the same time, you're kind of alone. You are, because you can go, you know, I can go on a couple of my groups on, on Facebook and go, oh, I like that. You did a nice job. I have no idea who this guy is. I don't talk to him. I don't know if he's married. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's kids. I don't know how he's doing. Right. Maybe he just had a severe accident and he's laid up in the hospital. That's why he's posting all this. Whereas if I know somebody, if like I see you right. on a regular basis, I go, hey, how's the family? Oh, yeah, good. You know, my family's doing this. I just no. told him a story before we went on yeah. the air here. And, and we know. And yeah. then you have that ability to bond and connect and you feel better about talking to somebody you trust. Yeah. And then you move on with your day. That's really good respite. Yeah. Respite's important. And I think, uh, well, I noticed, you know, in the changing of the month from October to November, we have... National Family Caregiver Month. Did I say that right? You did. You did. National Family Caregiver Month. President Biden just signed um, an executive proclamation claiming this first full week of November is uh, Caregiver Awareness uh, Week. So we're trying to draw attention, raise awareness about who a caregiver is. And we've talked about this before where Mm -hmm. it's difficult when you are caring for somebody um, to realize when that's taking a little bit of a toll on you and needing to take a step back and that that's okay and yeah. taking a step back doesn't mean you don't love the person that you're caring for correct yeah you feel you feel that guilt you have somebody else come in and take care of your loved one and you feel guilt especially for the spousal connection yeah you uh have those vows when you get married um you know to to death do us part better or worse sickness and health and the sickness comes along and you're having a third party come in and take care of you, are you fulfilling your vows? 
And people have that guilt, that guilty conscience. Mm -hmm. And we're here to say, yes, you are. You're having additional help come in. That's okay. Everybody needs a little help from time to time. And it's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. What do you need help with? Well, let's work with you to make sure that you're safe as well. And according to the study that you were in, the the group, the men Mm -hmm. shed that you were talking about, men just have a tougher time asking for that or accepting it. Accepting Accepting it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes me sad for men. But But we talk about it now. We talk about it, and I think it's getting better. I think more people... Uh, are 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 becoming wise to it, or at least asking and reaching out for that assistance now, because they're seeing the mental toll it's taking. And I think the pandemic woke us up to that as well. Right. I'm getting burned out here. Yeah. I need some help. I need something to do. Okay. Well, what what are some things that you want to do? What are some things you can do? Let's talk about it. You had a great quote that you've used uh, at least once with me before about caregiving, about whether you whether you have been one or you. Oh. Uh, Yes. I'm going to ask you to recall that right oh, now. And, and you see my eyes just kind of glazed over what? right now. The nerds have hit the system. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Rosalind Carter's quote. and uh, Oh, it's not yours. It's not mine. Okay. I cannot claim this. It's former First Lady Rosalind Carter. And it's um, you, are, you either are a caregiver, were a caregiver, have been assisted by a caregiver, or will need a caregiver. Right. Everybody's a caregiver at some point in their life. When we go out and do presentations, one of the things that I like to do, aside from dad jokes, is how many people here have ever been a caregiver? And a couple of people smattering of hands, you know, the quiet Midwest people. And I go, you're all liars that didn't raise your hand because you're all a caregiver. Yeah. You've all helped somebody somewhere along the road. You're all a caregiver. Now, the next question is, how often do you provide care? How deep involved or invested are you in somebody else's care? Mm-hmm. And that's where we can measure and look at what we can do for different supports for you, the caregiver. Right. Everybody needs something different. Yep. So that's interesting. Yep. And Rosalind Carter and Jimmy Carter, both in hospice together. Oh, she's in hospice too? I think so. Okay. I think they're both in And he's been mm-hmm. there for, I mean... It's been there a while. He has, but it was nice that uh, they said they weren't really expecting him long, and he's been there for months and months and months. Hospice is, is, yeah. is unique. I love hospice. Hospice is a wonderful, wonderful program for those that uh, work in the hospice industry, and especially for those that volunteer. Bless you. You will have a, a wonderful They're chart. amazing. Yeah. I, can't, I cannot do what you do, so mm-hmm. we thank you so much. Um, but it's unique to see when some people go on hospice, they remove all the medications, then and they, they, they're fine. they improve. <laughs> They, they get they get better yeah uh, so people are studying the effects of some of these multi pharmaceutical interventions to see where else we can go so yeah but that's my little that's so hospice. interesting right yeah you're gonna stick around this hour sure yay there's more nerds in the back isn't there um <laughs> I can find you some nerds we can find some I'll find you some nerds and this time I'll turn your microphone on so everyone else can hear it too <laughs> just before I was going on the air when one of my earphone uh, pads was off of my ear, I usually just keep one off, and all I heard was him downing. It was a shotgun effect, <laughs> uh, downing a box of nerds, an entire box of nerds. So he's well sugared up. Well sugared up. Hanging out with me here on the uh, Talk of the Town hour portion of KTOE Middays. We are today. back on Talk of the Town today, 1123. Thanks for hanging out with us. Now we've got the dad jokes flying here. Scott, the engineer. Come on. Really? <laughs> They're good. I like them. They're good. I know. They are good. I, I, was gonna say, I, I got to think of some more for Scott here later on, but it'll come to me. What did he tell you? He said it went. When does a, a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes a parent. That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
because it's a play on words. You know, apparent yeah, means apparent. like, oh, I see it now. Yep. And you can split it into two and it says apparent. It's even funnier when I explain it. You can use that. <laughs> you can use that as long as you credit Scott the Engineer here on KTV. <laughs> oh, boy. Man. Uh, Family Caregiver Month. And we're here with Jason Swanson from Minra. Some things that people should be aware of as a caregiver. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay. What kind of help? What about people that don't really know who to go to for the help? Yeah, so how do I want to phrase this? Um, How do you know what you need? How do you know what you need? How do you know what you need? Wow, that's a loaded question. Mm. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's self-aware, right? Yeah, how do you become self-aware of the needs of yourself? Um, First and foremost, you you need to have good communication with your, your the care recipient, part of the care team. And making sure that you're taking care of, of their needs. And then also you need to recognize what are your needs. What do you need to be successful in life and living your life to the fullest possibilities? Mm-hmm. And that can start with conversations at the physician's office, your primary care physician. And, you know, addressing not just the the medical side of it, but also the holistic side or the emotional uh, mental side of it. You know, how are you doing? What is this, you know? you get a diagnosis you know what does this mean for you Mm -hmm. how do you feel what are you thinking and and things along that line the second area would be and this is these are informal now is you know your friends you know who's part of your friends who's a part of your organizations your spiritual life uh are you having regular conversations are you going out and doing them if you find yourself being more withdrawn or not able to make some of those meetings that you've historically attended for example if you um Every third Thursday, you attend a Bible study or you go to the Kiwanis and all of a sudden, the last six months, you haven't been able to go because you're you're caregiving. That's an indication that you may need some assistance. And that whole thing that we talked about earlier about feeling guilty about, well, mm-hmm. I should give that up in order to care for my loved one. Yeah. there's there, You have to find that balance. Right. And there's, there's I'm going to read a few things here. I brought paper yeah, today. Is this that? is my first time. I think I've ever brought notes, like printed out notes. You should just scribble or Google That's something good. on my phone quick. I don't know if it's good. If well, I, mean, changing? I don't know. I like having notes. Yeah, it's, it's cool. But the other thing you can do, if you're looking for a more formal service of helping, you can call a senior linkage line number, 1-800-333-2433, and we can look, uh, see where you are at geographically and find some services to come in and provide assistance. Mm-hmm. And it could be um, consultation it could be training. It could be uh, best practices. It can even be respite, in-home or out-of-home respite uh, for your care uh, receiver as well. Mm-hmm. So the papers I have here. Here we go. So you know you can hear it. Here's I don't know Jason if you can hear with that. his notes. Uh, it's the Bill of Rights. Okay. It, it, we hear the Bill of Rights a lot, um, especially if you move into a healthcare facility, you have a Bill of Rights. You have certain rights when you move in the, into a, a healthcare facility, such as a nursing home. You have the right to refuse treatment. You have the right to say no. You have the right to have uh, uh, your cares be um, written out for you in a care plan setting. So this takes off of that and says Caregivers Bill of Rights, the Family Caregivers Bill of Rights. And this can be found on our website at MINRA, M-N-R-A-A-A.org. Okay. Um, and, and you can look at this yourself. But basically, it's, it, it says things. You have the right to take care of yourself. This is not an act of selfishness. It gives you the capability of taking care of somebody else. You have the right to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. The airplane concept. When the masks come down, put the mask on yourself first before right. you can help somebody else. Okay. You have that right to take care of yourself. Um, you have the right to seek help from others. You have the right to 
uh, receive consideration, affection, forgiveness, and, accept- and acceptance for what you do. Protecting your individuality. Uh, maintaining the facets of your own life. You have those. And it goes more and talks about taking care of yourself. That taking care of yourself is not selfish. Hmm. It's a necessary part of life. You need to take care of yourself. I feel like you could tell this to young mothers, too. Yes. I mean, it's just kind of the same. It is. They're, you know what? They're caregivers. Yeah. They're caregivers. That's true. Uh, so it's not it's not a, we talk about aging, but, you know, it's caregivers a, a wide spectrum. Everybody's a caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, um, at some point in your life, as we talked about earlier, um, talk to your family members. Learn to accept help. Get your family uh, involved and let them know how you are feeling, not just how you're doing, but how you're feeling. You know, I'm really struggling taking care uh, of your mother, you know, as she has um, um, mental decline is really taking a toll on me because she's not the person I knew. Mm -hmm. Have that conversation. You can just feel the, you can see the load, the weight when it comes off uh, of people's shoulders when they have that conversation with people as well. Yeah. Caregivers, Bill of Rights. Yeah. Caregivers, Bill of Rights. Uh, there's a lot more other things in here as well. Um, we always tell people, and we I tell my kids, you got to be an advocate for yourself. You got to advocate for yourself. Yep. Um, I think back in the day we called it stand up for yourself. Or what happened, now we use <laughs> and term, now we use advocate. Advocate yeah. for yourself. Yeah. But advocate for yourself and your care uh, recipient too, especially when you're in um, a physician's office or when you're searching for additional care or supports. You know, I'm looking for this. I'm trying to do this. Uh, every situation is unique, so explain that and have that conversation. Lisa K, 10 to noon on KTOE. Back on KTOE. Thanks for hanging out. And Jason Swanson from Minra in with us this hour. We're talking about caregivers. It's National Family Caregiver Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And yep. <laughs> there's my husband. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, so we're Do talking about. Uh, yeah, you can come on. You can come on in. <laughs> He's like, nah, He's like, no, come on, I don't want come to. Come on. Come on we'll just you know, Jason, this is old school. There. I don't think we've <laughs> I don't think we've met before or not. I don't know. Maybe we have. Haven't you met? Maybe at the hockey game? Could be. Are you still Could doing be. hockey? No, because the steel left. Oh, they did? They moved. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, sorry. That. Too soon, sorry. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. I have nothing to do this winter. If anyone's looking for a mediocre <laughs> PA guy, please let me know. I know minimal about hockey we and even places. less and even less about other sports. And we have places that you can be. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I guess we're trading cars. Oh. Oil change, Oil right? Change. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Good to see you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> again. All again. right. We'll talk to you later. Again. And that and again. was a very on-air uh, family meeting there. Yes. But he's been a caregiver too. So, yes. like the the um the things that we've watched mm-hmm. happen in our family are really interesting. Yeah. I've noticed an uptick in people that are needing to provide care for family members. Yes. And I was reading something that said um, that, I think this is the CDC, one in three caregivers provided 20 or more hours per week of care and over half, 53.8% of given care or assistance for 24 months or more. Mm-hmm. This, that sounds low, actually. It's really? Surprisingly low. Well, that's according and, to the CDC. Yeah, and in and, and because people don't recognize the care they're doing, so they don't report it. Um, look at you. Probably know people. I know too many people that have left their positions of work because they can't find daycare. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is so caregiving. Also, it's caregiving. Mm-hmm. Um, people think, no, it's my job. I'm a mom. I'm a dad. Yeah, but you're, you're caregiving. And that's that's part of it. And we're seeing the back end of it too. We call it the sandwich generation. 
where people are leaving their job to stay home to take care of their loved ones. I have Fox seen TV that. just had a big, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what, three people leave the station to go take care of their spouse or or um, uh, parents. And they left. They retired yeah. early and they're going to be caregivers. That's true. Yeah. Um, so we're seeing more and more of that. And the question you you posted to me uh, um during the second break, I don't know, I'm not a news guy, during the <laughs> second segment or whatever. Yeah, during the break. During the break, you posted a question, you know, why are we seeing this? And a couple of reasons we're seeing this. Uh, one, the infrastructure has changed. Whereas historically, you got to a certain age, you moved into a nursing home or you moved into a hospital even. Right. Or even 70 years ago, you moved into a sanitarium if you had certain ailments, such as what we didn't know back in Alzheimer's cognitive right. impairments. Right. You, you would just move into the next level mm-hmm. uh, of care. Well, we don't have those anymore. We actually don't. We have a lot less beds uh, in Minnesota. We are one of the um, states that have the least amount of available skilled nursing facility beds per capita uh, right now. And so people are looking at alternative ways to take care of loved ones, whether that be assisted living, mm. whether that be uh, um, parents moving in with them or, or people moving in with their parents. We've actually seen people coming back home reverting back from the east coast west coast cities moving back to the place they grew up to take care of mom and dad Mm -hmm. we're seeing that more and more so so caregivers shifting one because of the infrastructure two there's more people right uh there was uh, the baby boomers uh and now they're all aging and we're seeing them starting needing more and more care Uh and we all know a baby boomer and baby boomers will dictate what they need i mean they've been they've been doing this their whole lives uh, they've been the agent of change in society. You know, we want this. We're going to make this. We're going to change this. We're going to do it okay. our way. And so they're reinventing what caregiving looks like. I know I need, I want to be at home as long as possible. I want to be in Arizona and Florida six right. months of the year. I right. want to come back and I want to have the same amount of care. So they're changing that as well. And that's because of the population shift also. So those are the two reasons I see is why we're having more, more right, caregiver right. awareness. And we're talking about it. Yeah, there's so much more. Uh, I feel like we're so much more open about so many subjects. We are. It, it used to be taboo to have any any kind of conversation about this. Right. You know and I you... think that's our generation. Yeah. Like, I'm a Gen X, so. What am I? I think you're probably I'm, a, I'm a, Gen a Gen X. I'm a Gen X. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll call you a Gen X. But yeah. I mean, I think. I don't we're... go by labels. I'm a Gen X. <laughs> <laughs> don't label them. Yeah, we're more open to talk about things, I think. Yeah. And, and that's changing culture. It is. You know, usually it's like you see somebody go, hey, how you doing? Good. Okay, good. No, I'm not doing okay. Hey, go, how you doing? Wow, well, <laughs> I don't know. Crappy. Somebody at work the other day goes, hey, how you doing today? I go, awful. They're like, okay, wait, what? No, tell me. Yeah, yeah it's like, no, I just, I just, I don't feel the best today and I'm, I'm stressed out about my son's uh, upcoming test because you know, yeah. he spent a lot of time on us and he struggles with tests. So I'm a little, little off today. Uh, and they're like, oh my gosh. My father-in-law was a great example. When he was alive, he would go to... The, the grocery store in town and the young kid behind the screen there you know it's like hey uh, did you find everything okay and he always go no <laughs> and the kid nine Wait, times out of ten the kid would that. say okay and then they just keep going on right and he more than likely didn't mean it but he was just going for a response and one time he goes no I didn't I go oh well I'm sorry and it's like he went to the cash register and it's like what are you going to do are you going to help me with something? It's like, and the <laughs> no. kid was just like mortified. Like, I don't know oh my what God, to do. Someone's actually talking. 
We are. We're breaking down those walls. Yeah. We're having active conversations. And that's healthy. So uh, speaking of being healthy, if you want to keep healthy, if you are a caregiver, uh, if you are receiving care, maybe it's also important that you recognize that mm-hmm. your caregiver might need some care themselves. Yes. Um, you mentioned the senior linkage line earlier and a lot of the different organizations in town. Um, yep. Give us that linkage line again. Senior linkage line, 1-800-333-2433. It is uh, open enrollment season as well, so we are very busy helping people plan for 2024, so there will be a little bit of wait time. Okay. You can also go online at minra.org, and then kind of get around some other resources yourself and put it in an online referral as well to have us give you a call back uh, if that works for you as well. That is minra, M-N-R-A-A-A.org. Always good to have you in. Great to see you, Lisa Kay. Great to see your husband again. Yeah. You know, like, I hope you grab some more. I will uh, grab a lot more of these nerds. Nerds on the way out. Yes. You need to sustenance. Yes. For the rest my of the next day. meeting right now is listening going, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send him to you all sugared up. Jason, Swan- Jason Swanson. Your, heart, your name is hard to say in my mouth today. I yeah, don't know why. a lot of S's. I apologize. Jason I blame my parents. Swanson. Not your fault. <laughs> from Minra. <laughs> we'll see you next month, Jason. See you. All right.